Hey, welcome back to the Arkia podcast. I am your host Utsav Kamboj and in this podcast I am in conversation with Priyanka Mehra, principal architect at PS Design Mumbai. This is by far the most fun conversation I've had. We talk about her journey of starting as a practicing architect, defining luxury in terms of special design and a lot more. So let's roll. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? How are you doing this lockdown situation? Oh, uh, very well. Been busy. Not so much with the work as much as with the family and the kids. So, yeah, right. interesting. Yes. Right. Right. I think everybody's now For me, I think yes, family, yes. I have been finally working on myself. Oh, you know, working on my skills and everything, reading and binge watching and spending some time on health and fitness and everything. Finally, I, <laughs> my I, mom is happy about this. About doing the things we've never done in the past. So yeah, it's a exciting right. time. Right, 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 right. Absolutely, absolutely, right. So, uh, you have uh, created quite an impact with your work, with your uh, contemporary style mixed with uh, luxury and classical elements. So how did you start practicing it's been 11 years how did you start practicing and how do you think the uh, practice has evolved over these 11 years So honestly it's been about 16 years not 11 11 years has been only the company because i established it in right. 2009 and before that i was right. working with a piece contractor for about 5 years and uh, you know it really came to a point wherein you know i just kind of uh, thought that i'm not moving ahead in my career and uh, really it was uh, you know it was an argument with my ex boss that kind of led me to start my own firm um you know i wouldn't say it was easy early, uh, early on because this i'm talking almost 11 years back and that time uh, you know a single girl in a city uh, uh, like bombay Uh, although it's right. been very friendly but uh, it was right. a tough time you know because you know you don't know where you're going to go with your work and you know you're just without any support and i don't come with an architectural lineage so for me it was kind of uh, tough initially uh, but i had some wonderful friends uh, who gave me a, a break in terms of designing their houses and uh, you know i still remember the first time that uh, one of my friends paid me a mere sum of 20000 rupees for designing his house and i was like yay you know it's like you <laughs> know uh, i finally uh, you know started my practice and you know, this official so it was great right uh, of course then you know about 4 years later then my partner and now my husband pius joined in and uh, um, you know things became easier you know with time so uh, that that was about it and in terms of design really you know when we started uh, we were doing a lot of minimalist work you know i think it was initially more driven by uh, the budgets that we were working on which was uh, which were quite limited so uh, you know just getting the design in place and getting the furniture was enough for the clients we never spoke about accessorizing it or you know uh, putting art on the walls uh, though uh, you know somewhere you know we would still download uh, you know pictures from the internet and then frame it you know so that you know the space looks complete and right, now right. we've moved to a completely different kind of design it's so much more detailed oriented it's um, 
you know there is so much uh, uh, things that we try and do whether it's accessorizing using different kind of materials wallpapers paneling there's so much to do now right uh, so right. over the years our philosophy has changed really from you know being a minimalistic firm to being maximalist yeah right 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 so mumbai is known for its space crunch and with space crunch comes this problem of making the space look luxurious and spacious which is basically your usp so how do you approach on achieving this um so basically you know when we talk about space i think uh, luxury let's say you know the first thing is putting a good plan in place you know uh, having your uh, 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 you know circulation areas you know putting your furniture uh, according to the space size of the space that you have that is i think one of the most important things uh, that we pay attention to uh, you know we have obviously you know we don't necessarily work on really large residential projects even in bombay we still do a lot of smaller uh, houses and what right. is important is that the furniture is to the scale of what we are designing so always you know giving a uh, a piece of furniture to breathe you know so it's not about how big uh, it's not necessary that all the pieces have to be small size or all of them have to be against the walls it's that's not important uh what is important is that the the pieces are blending well in the space right um, they look like a family together like a family together you know yeah yes. also you know when it comes uh, when it comes to elements of course mirrors are our best friend you know they add luxury they double up the space uh right. then uh, for me another important thing is using metals uh, you know uh, uh, things like uh, brass and uh, copper they kind of uh, you know reflect the light of them and the space becomes beautiful in its own uh, way uh, lighting plays another very important role and i'm not talking only about architectural lighting i'm also talking about decorative lighting so uh, you know things like uh, you know wall sconces you know it could just add the right amount of luxury that you need uh, then accessorizing i mean i love accessorizing and i feel no matter how big or small the space is that's a must uh, so it's not about you don't have to clutter your living room or or your bedroom it's just it could be just one single piece which is hanging on the wall saving the space on the floor and you build your story around it you know that is what is uh, right. what kind of works uh, and of course uh, i can't forget a rug you know somehow i feel <laughs> that you know it just kind that's of that's the first thing yeah it kind yeah, completes of completes the size of the whole space it makes right, uh, right, you know it makes your room look so much bigger you know uh, people feel hmm. like let's put a small rug and i still die trying um, to convince my clients to put a rug because i just feel it's so important you know the smaller the rug right. the smaller your space will be so it doesn't have to be a luxury piece it, you know it could be a kiln it could be like a dari but it just has to be there so yeah these right. are a couple of elements which i feel kind of add luxury to even a smaller space right right so in every design brief comes with its own set of challenges and even perks so how do you derive inspiration for each project and take that forward on towards the design stage so for me uh, and i i speak with all honesty for me my inspiration is my client and believe me staying in bombay my entire family is in the north i think over the years i've realized that you know the person who's staying in the house is 
the most important element so for me that becomes the inspiration and uh, so as a you know as as in how we design we become so close to the family like really some of my best friends are my ex clients you know in bombay and they are really my family and you know you just kind of get to know them and that's where you start deriving the inspiration from how they work how they live what are the colors they like uh, what is what comes mm. to their comfort all that is extremely extremely important and that's where i derive my inspiration from right in fact a versatile color scheme is seen all in all of your projects whether we talk about the goosebumps or we talk about 50 shades of dark from a subtle color palette to really dark and bold colors how do you blend them with luxury and materials and textures and patterns how do you do that so a lot has been spoken about colors and uh, and i do love colors and i uh, always come and tell my clients the first thing i say please go and open your wardrobe okay what do you see we are indians we love colors look at our festive wardrobe they are just full of pinks reds oranges blues tell me a color which is not there so i always tell them please first thing see what you what you like to wear start from there and for me that is exactly how the whole process starts so it's initially it's very difficult to convince a lot of people because they're like no no i can't have like a uh, like a green closet or a blue bar or something i said listen you're wearing one you know and even uh, even so recently we uh, we did a project wherein i asked the client what is your favorite like like my favorite color is green i said okay fine let's do the whole closet you know we did a um, uh, like a library and we did it's about 15 feet by 10 feet and it's completely in green and he saw it he's like my god what is this i said you will grow it will grow on you it give it some time you just seeing green right now but there will be accessories mm. that will come in there will be books right. that will come in there will be personal things out of your life that will come in so don't just discard color like this you know how many of us have just black and white clothes you know i may like a particular color a lot of people say i like only white yes but mm. you can't be wearing white all the time unless you're a neeta right so you have right. to wear colors <laughs> so i think it's right. so important and just to educate them and believe me most of them oh, now it's easier earlier it wasn't so easy so if i if i go back to a couple of my earlier pictures like how much browns i've used why did i do that but now i i just can't be without colors and a lot of my clients do know that they're coming to me for the color so that is mad green dress and i always wear that for my first meeting so they know who they are dealing with you know so kind of, you know, it just okay. kind of sets, sets the tone for them that okay fine you know this is one colorful woman who's come here and come on you know let's let's just go ahead right. in that direction only uh yeah so that's about it in terms of color <laughs> all right so talking about the dubai project that you've done uh how did you define uh luxury in terms of special design for that project and how was your experience on working on that project uh so first talking about uh, luxury and spatial design i think luxury and spatial design is all about starting from the inception you know i uh, it was a big bungalow that we uh, did there and i feel that any space like the first thing that you do is let's say i have a living room of uh, 50 feet by 40 feet but when i enter the house i need a foyer for me that is where the luxury begins you know it's just not having a big space it's just how well that space is designed i could have a really big uh, bedroom 
but if i just put a bed in the center of this room it is not going to work you know every corner of the room whether you know it's having a seating uh in uh, in on one side of the room or whether it's against the window or putting the bed in the right space that is what is important for me in terms of spatial design uh for right. dubai uh it was actually one of our clients in uh, bombay who whose house we had done recently and uh, uh, so dubai is a lot about uh, rentals so this bungalow they had rented long term for about 20 years and they were ready to do things in so uh so for me that is what, that was what was exciting because we started off on a on a great note you know uh, uh, for me it was it was really one of those dream projects where uh, my client is uh, she's a spendthrift so you know she's like okay you know i would say okay let's pick up this and she's like okay let's pick up this so uh, uh, it was really great uh, doing up that whole house the, uh, i also feel that dubai offers a lot of world class uh, um you know brands which are out there you know there's so much um, variety of whether it's accessories rugs anything which is out there uh so it gave me complete freedom to choose what i wanted to choose um which i feel is kind of restricted in india still because you know we we do have limited good design uh companies right. and uh, we're struggling a bit there you know so always we keep on going okay let's go to italy or let's go to china or let's go here and get the products from there although right. we are reaching there in terms of uh, design as uh, as a community but still it's a long way before we get to that point right the kind of brief that you get from the client how is the different from the kind of brief you get for a non residential residential project what is the core difference between the two I think a residential client always designs for uh, you know the brief may not be so different because uh, the only difference is probably that uh, let's say we talk automation about and everything you know right. I'm just talking about the user the end user so in a residential right. client it's I'm one on one with the user of the house while in a commercial project you know the the client is deciding for a whole bunch of other people so comfort of course is the number one factor in both cases but uh, for uh, for an office it could be people who are coming to the office for a retail it could be people who are coming uh, in the shop to retail uh, i mean to uh, basically see the products so the end user changes every time and that is what makes the difference in terms of uh, the brief which comes from the client right 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 so uh, does automation play a role in this when we are talking about high end residential projects uh technology is the way of the future it's not just about automation but uh, there are a whole lot of things which are out there uh, today you know uh, uh, last uh, at uh, india design id we uh, saw virtual reality coming in where you can right, talk to right. clients now By HP. Through, yes yeah through uh, uh, through their new homes with a host of different things uh, that is exciting mm. of course we all know about voice recognition software you know at um, so whether it's google home or it's alexa or whatever you know at you're sitting right. in one place and just kind of controlling the whole home and there is a software which is controlling whether what time you want to switch on your geezers or you want some reminders for your uh, uh, daily tasks so uh, i think technology is going to be very in- integral uh integral to our uh, design even in the future it has been in the past i mean we started off with 
just dimming of the lights then it went on to air conditioner air conditioners and uh, other equipment whether it is your curtains or uh, so it just kind of get even and even more complex as a designer it's very important that i take care of the comfort that the client is looking at uh, in terms of technology and how aesthetically i am treating it as well so i don't want to see 1000 buyers around my uh, uh, you know av equipment at the end of the day or although the client may want that equipment so it's it's right. combining both uh, best of both the things together right 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 we're getting an interesting question from the audience how do you choose bold color palette for your uh, um closet when you're talking about closet choosing such a bright color how do you choose that so like i said i uh, i'm sorry is are they talking about the uh, closet or a space like i'm i'm uh, or a space in general i think it's generic or a space yeah bold color they're talking about bold colors okay so like i said i think my uh, inspiration starts really from the client uh, i ask them there could be one color which you like you know and it's always uh, uh, the client which kind of pin points that uh, uh, you know that says that okay uh, i need this in my room you know I, this is the color that i'm comfortable with so that's where we start from and uh, uh, yeah i think that's what uh, is the inspiration so it's it's mostly about what colors the client is comfortable with it could uh, i i mean i do put in my uh, inputs on what colors can work for your space but it's mostly what the other person is comfortable with it because eventually they are living there you know if i just say okay let's right. put red and they're not comfortable with red it's not going to work for them right right what is your most favorite area to design or work in a residential project I think the living room is one of my favorites because, uh, especially in uh, cities like Bombay, that is where the entire family is coming together. So uh, uh, you know, it has to be a multifunctional space uh, where everybody can not just uh, you know uh, interact with each other, but also spend a larger time of the day. So for me, it has to be definitely the living room where uh, we are trying to. kind of work right, right. Uh, in, in the best possible manner yeah right right uh, do you choose art piece first and then design rest of the space around it or it's the other way around your take on artwork <clears throat> so uh, this is uh, um, this is a question which depends on the client we uh, we did a project recently where the client uh, in jalandhar where the client had an art collection to die for and we designed the whole house around that art collection so every piece had a proper space you know like he had he had these uh, cutters you know the the knives he, uh, from punjab which had these beautiful pieces and we incorporated them in a center table we made the center table to basically display these pieces he had uh, he had a lot of swords so we did a whole wall full of swords you know uh, we created a beautiful backdrop to uh, Uh, you know display those pieces uh, so and and sometimes clients do not have any art you know so then you have to kind of right. work uh, with uh, you know then uh, you have to work afterwards of course it has right. to be integral so we know that okay you know we are doing up a ball and we want the art here mm. so we do work uh, we do account for it but the art definitely in that case comes a little late right right 
when a client generally has his own piece of artwork they are um, more or less they are more emotionally connected with it so that yeah, makes sense incorporating that Yes, yeah, yes. Right. If they're not, if they don't have anything, they're not connected with it. Then it comes out the worst. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes it's sure. also about educating the client that how important art is in your home. So we've really, mm. uh, we've done things wherein we've we've taken the pictures of the house, put up a, a, a you know, photoshop the actual art that we're proposing and shown it to them, and which has kind of led them to convince that yes, art will work in this space. And uh, right. we always ensure that we do tell the client that please keep a budget. you know let's not spend everything on the furniture or on the uh, furnishings you know we really need some budget to be kept for the art so it's a it's a right. slow gradual process lot of people are not okay with it but you, they do get there you know so right. right absolutely a very popular question that i've seen in all the live sessions how do you deal with clients that push their ideas despite being a design disaster <laughs> most popular one so I'm, far i'm i'm known for being very stubborn i don't listen to clients i do try and convince them if they don't then i just be i i'm very blunt and say fine you want to do this you do this but it's not going to look nice you know so i'm 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 actually very very known to be uh, not listening to clients at all and completely discarding their ideas if i feel they don't work so mm. in, in a lot of cases uh clients who come up with brilliant ideas and i will have to give it to them that somehow they you know which it could be something that i may have missed and from uh it i'm quite thankful for them for uh, bringing into my attention but there are a lot of uh, cases when they bring up some weird idea and then you have to tell them no this is not going to work let's right, right. not do this you know uh, i think it also comes with age because uh, i've been practicing for so many years now so they know that what i'm talking they've seen my work out there so they know that if i'm saying something it is uh it is not um, uh wrong so they kind of uh, can are convinced with it three elements of design that define you and psd now uh, three elements of design <laughs> i think color layers and functionality so color layers and functionality Right. Oh. Uh, what has been a turning point in your one sec? The question missed out. What has been the turning point point in your journey with interior and architecture? I think this is going to be a turning point in the interior and architecture industry. Now, after the pandemic situation, people are going to look at spatial design really differently. Even not just us, uh, people who are the users, they are going to uh, perceive the spaces really differently now after this situation. Yes, because see, right now this kind of situation may arise uh, again. You know, so people are definitely going to look at their homes as a more functional space rather than just being their sanctuary. You know, which it was right. earlier. Okay, you know. Uh, uh people are definitely going to look at uh, uh their homes the corners that they did not utilize and they would want to utilize those corners of the house also in the best possible manner but for me personally i think the uh, uh i think the starting of my own firm was one of the you know uh, biggest change in my life because uh, i don't think i've taken a single holiday in the past 11 years without uh so you know you kind of change everything when you uh, decide to start up a new company you know it's your baby mm. and you have to take care of it you have to kind of grow it grow with it face the challenges uh 
there are so many things that are there uh, which are not even uh, being put out uh, in front of you you know when you really start a company and then you face them as they come so it's quite a challenging journey and it starts from the inception of your company so you know right. when you're working in and i've worked for a very long time in another firm so i know when you know as an employee i never realize that what kind of stresses are there and you keep on blaming the bosses that okay you know he's traveling uh, like i remember my boss is traveling a lot and has to be like you know he always travels what does he have to uh, uh, complain about but um, uh, really when uh, when i started traveling and i traveled quite a bit and i realized it's so tiring when you're going you know i might be going to italy with a client but really when you go with them they they want the best out of your time so it's morning 8:30 to evening 11 o'clock that you constantly with them and it takes a lot of energy to do that to have that kind of commitment so it's not easy right right Another interesting question that even I wanted to ask you is which one has been your most challenging project so far? Uh, I think my own house has been very challenging uh, because, <laughs> <laughs> because I couldn't decide what I wanted in my own house, and I'm really telling you. In fact, I was working with uh, one of my team members. She used to think that I'm mad. You know, every day I would say, "Let's do this. Let's do this." She's like, "Listen, you got only that much balls and those many things in your house. Why are you constantly trying to change your mind?" So for me, uh, you know, pinpointing the things that okay, I like this was very, very difficult. I was very sure about the spatial planning that I wanted this particular thing. I didn't want too much furniture. Uh, you know, I've got small kids, uh, so my uh, the kids' bedroom doesn't have a bed. It's a, it has a Murphy bed. So those kind of things I was very sure of, but because i'm exposed to so many materials and so many beautiful things uh so so eventually now what i do is every 6 months i decide to change something in the house to use something <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the most challenging uh projects which has been there otherwise my clients really touch wood i've had uh you know i have a dream run i would say most of them have been very very kind they've been very very sweet overall uh they listen to me uh i think uh, so no challenges as such really people want to see more pictures of your house <laughs> yes yes especially soon. the blue bar <laughs> right so how long did it take you to design the whole space for your own house uh, uh i shouldn't put it out on the social media because i may have certain clients who are listening to this <laughs> but it really took us uh, i think 3 months to finish the whole house from start to finish we were on the job constantly uh, you know we were, we had we really had a very uh, short term where we decided to move out of the house and we wanted to get back in as soon as possible also because i was pregnant at that time and uh, i was due and every time i would go on site i was tell my contractors listen mera delivery ho jayega idhar tum log please come so i think i think my team really helped me uh, in doing uh, uh, the house yeah. very very quickly yes there were things that we finished later but that was mostly accessorizing but the civil work the uh, uh, you know the shell of the flat so it enough to move in was done in 3 months yeah 3 months is a really short time to finish it is, that's, it is. that's, that's really short. i don't want to tell this to any of my clients but you know what helps is that we were the decision makers we knew what materials we wanted you right, know we, right. we were we were very sure of what we wanted to do with the house so when you are with a client there is a lot of discussion there are budget issues there are things that um, 
if they are not convinced about then you want to negotiate so that the time goes and all those things even if you right. decide early on what exactly that you want to do with the house which we do most of the time we do design uh, it on paper and we show the 3d renderings before we go ahead uh, but it's really uh, difficult because you know they want to negotiate and it's they are in their full rights to do it so i think the time goes there so for me it was on the head okay i want this material and i want it from this particular vendor so it was easy that way right yeah. and i right. didn't uh, right. i didn't listen a, a lot to my husband that also then <laughs> wow <laughs> so, uh, so what been, is so we, we, we i'm sorry no 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 you were saying <laughs> so so one day some wallpaper guy comes and installs this crazy wallpaper in the uh, in the foyer and it's wrapped and he comes in and he ye kya ho gaya I said I have showed it to you. He's like, you never. <laughs> what is this? I have never seen this. So I'm like, okay, fine. Now right. it's there. Now it's already installed. So uh, it's okay. Live with it. You can't do anything about it. So <laughs> right, right, absolutely. So what do you think? Uh, when what? When is the right time for a young architect or designer to start their own practice? uh there is really no right time and uh, we were on a discussion about this yesterday and we uh, with uh, a couple of my contemporaries and we all on the webinar and, yeah yes yes and we all discussed i think you have to go by your gut feeling what we definitely suggest and i also believe in it that you must work with somebody for a couple of years to really get a hang of uh what you want to do like even after working right. for 5 years with a firm as big as kapis contractor i made so many mistakes and eventually you are the one who's going to pay for it so uh, not something that again i should admit on social media but early on when i started i think within one year i got a really big project which i feel was way out of my league at that time and i did a blunder in it and i had to pay for it and uh, uh, you know it was difficult at that time because you're still struggling and then the client is asking you to pay for something i mean pay for something as in he said okay i'm not going to pay your fees i'm going to cut that much so uh hmm. so it's it's much better that if you work with a firm it it could be a big firm it could be a smaller firm you have to decide i i don't think uh, uh, there is any uh, con- con- concrete uh, conclusion to whether you should work with a bigger firm firm or a smaller firm you could get the opportunities in any space that you are working with but it is important that you have that experience before you really go out and start right 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 all right we had a very interesting conversation today i think we dig into a lot of insights please share recipe of wallpaper you say saying he uh, stitched the wallpaper just behind you that time i'm sorry uh people are asking uh, the recipe of the wallpaper so uh, so pyush has been on uh, uh, on a recipe he's become a chef now he's a stay at home lame chef who decides to make some recipes and which is why he's asking uh, the recipe of this wallpaper so uh, i think it's just wall and paper pyush that's what the recipe is going to be for you right right okay we had a very interesting conversation uh, i think we've answered a lot of questions as well thank you so much for joining us in this live session and it was very exciting i think uh, the negative side of starting up and all the, those mistakes that we make that is a kind of inspiration that all of us need that when you know i made a mistake and i hear it from an expert that they made such mistakes it's kind it kind of gives us that okay fine 
I haven't done no, anything. No, we all are humans eventually, and we all are going to make some mistakes. So it's very important that uh, be ready for it because uh, right. no matter how experienced you are, you will. And we are all learning. I'm still a student after sixteen years. You know, I'm still learning right. so many right. things. And with mm. every new project, you do learn certain things. So, and uh, with the advent of technology and the new materials coming in, how do you use a new material? You have to learn about it, right? So right. Uh, we are all in the learning process. Don't be afraid. I think it's important to be out there. Just be confident in what you are, uh, uh, what you believe in, uh, and I right. think it will be yeah. And I think you have to be passionate about what you're doing. That is what absolutely. is important. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Then, then all right. Great. Thank you so much for joining us here in this live session. It was a great time. And uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us in this thank session you. and all thank your you questions. Much. Yeah. Okay, all right. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.